The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Tomal Sochet feeding it in and good defensive play by Armagh. It's out to Kieran McGeady, the captain. It's all over. Love it. What a result, sir. Fantastic result for Armagh. Oh, what a credit to them the way they apply themselves when everything seemed gone from them. A fantastic day for Armagh. They have won the Ireland. Sam is going north once again. First time since 1994. The cup is going over the border. Kieran McGinney, the captain of the first ever Armagh team to win Sam. A delighted Kieran McGinney and a delightful day. Look at that scene. Yeah, that was the moment, of course, 20 years ago today when Armagh secured their first and only All-Ireland Football Championship beating Kerry by a single point, September 22nd, 2002. And the man on the sideline, of course, for Armagh was Joe Kieran. And Joe, you're very welcome to the show. How are you? I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. I mean, can, can you? does it feel like 20 years ago? Does it feel less? Does it feel more? Every morning I wake up, I know it's 20 years. The bones are, <laughs> are sore or harder, harder to get out of bed. But no, the time the time has flown. Uh, that 20 years have just flown. But there's not a week goes by or sometimes a day that you don't think back of it. If you see somebody in the street or, or somebody will always bring it up. So it's been ever present on our mind since that day. And and listen, I thought anniversaries come every year, but you know, in our minds, the big roundy anniversaries, the 10, the 20s, the 30s, they stand out. So is there a kind of a particular poignancy now that it's it's two full decades? Well, the, the, the one thing about it is it, it never goes away. What was achieved on that day, what those players did on that day is for life. And to win something for the first time, it can never be done again. And, and, and to be part of that special day and that special year, will live long in the memories. I was telling somebody there lately that uh, I went to a funeral a few years ago, and the people don't appreciate what they've done, but I went to a funeral funeral a good few years ago of a great Armagh footballer called Bill McCurry. Now, unfortunately, when Bill McCurry was being buried, it was mentioned that he missed the penalty in the All-Ireland final. So poor, poor Bill took that <laughs> to his grave, and I was telling some of the boys the other day and we met, you know, Hopefully we all live a long time, but when that time comes, people will mention that those players and every individual was part of something special and was was a member of the squad that won the first All-Ireland for Armagh. So there's two ways of looking at it. Take us back to before the match, Joe. How heavily did the fact weigh on you and the team or did it weigh on you at all that you hadn't won that you'd been there twice before and had gone away empty handed well it, the boys had done everything bar winning all there the three years before where we lost to Kerry Mead and, and, and Galway and they went on to win it you know while that might add pressure the fact that the players were good enough to be there go so close you know there's just they had to go a wee bit further. You know, some teams are lucky to win it, you know, at the first chance of getting out of the traps. But, you know, eh, there was great teams about at that time. And maybe we just didn't get the rub of the green, which we could definitely stay on any of those three matches. 
but we were going into a game, having beaten Tyrone, Donegal, Sligo, Dublin, and now meeting Kerry. So we were there on merit. We proved to ourselves that we were there on merit. All we had to do was go out and finish the job. And, you know, when people said that's hard to do, we certainly were ready for the day and we were all looking forward to it. There was no fear factor. Mm. It was about doing something that was never done before. Because the championship has been restructured, I suppose, so many times over the last 25 years, teams in different parts of the country are now more used to playing each other in championship football. But, you know, the the days of backdoors and and qualifiers and things, this, this is kind of early on in that experiment, still relatively early on in it. So, I mean, how big a deal was it to be playing the likes of Kerry in particular in an All-Ireland final? Well, anybody that would tell you that ever won an All-Ireland, unless you beat Kerry or Dublin, people would cast a shadow over that you didn't really win it, you didn't beat <laughs> yeah. the great teams. Whereas, you know, we were there, we, we we met the best in Ulster, we got out of Ulster, which always hard, and even to this day, it's, it's a minefield. And to do that, and then meet Dublin in a semi-final and by the narrowest narrowest of margins we won that day but also by the narrowest of margins we lost the three previous years so uh, there was one more step to go and that was carrying the final How how important a job was it for you on the sideline to make sure all the players were in the right headspace I don't, don't mean necessarily just on the day and the focus on the match and ignoring all the circus around it more so that they didn't allow kind of a monkey to develop on their backs about kind of getting so close and then, you know, falling short. You see that with you teams know, sometimes. Well, well, you see that with Mayo. And, you know, we had a story at that time. Moore's Almanac said that we'd never win in all Ireland or there was a curse on us, you know. And in, in, in fairness, the boys that we had were long enough on the go. You know, the Geezers, the Paul McGrains, the Damage Marsons, Oshie and all these boys, they were long enough on the go and, no one, you, you don't believe in those things. You make happen. I used to say to the boys, never read a paper on the tours they're afraid of because those that are, um, there might be good reporters, but those boys are only surmising what might happen. There's only one day to read the paper and that's on a Monday morning when, when you've done your job. And basically that was the, the sort of calmness that we tried to keep. And in fairness, with all the hype going on, our players were very, very good. They kept, we kept it to ourselves and, and we kept everything in the dressing room. And uh, that year, you wouldn't have heard a squeaker of our dressing room. You know, we all kept our heads down and uh, the, the players were brilliant that way. Um, and is that a reflection of the the characters that you had in that squad? Yeah, yeah. And 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 the hurt. You know, I always, I always say when I took over the team, the fact that that team still hurt so much after losing for three years, that meant there was more in them. You know, and that's just what we had to get out. And we had to prove to them that, you know, there was only inches to go. It wasn't miles to go, but, you know, we just had to get over the next step. And and and, and that was coping with the pressures that were going to come on the day. You know, uh, when things are going again against you, that you hold your ground. And it doesn't matter how good or how bad you play, you will always get a spell and you have to take your chances. And, and we were lucky. Uh, uh, on the day that when we got a couple of chances, especially in the second half, you know, that that we, uh, and we had the heartache of the penalty missed before half time. Uh, but the fact that we come out and, and took the game by the scruff of the neck, 
And it, it was a it was a battle the whole way. And like we scored the winning point with twelve minutes to go, and for twelve minutes there was no score. Like that's hard to believe in an All Ireland final. But that was just the, the tenacity and the bravery that the boys took to it. That they fought tooth and nail to the final to the final whistle. Well, was there a sense amongst the wider public in Armagh that there was kind of a missing piece in the jigsaw without that All Ireland title? You know, given the importance of the GAA in the identity and Cross McGlen and all of that. Well, in, in fairness, I think Cross's success uh, uh, just before that and at that time uh, certainly had a bearing on it. You know, and I remember Kieran McGinley asking me, you know, how do you boys go to Crow Park and win all the time? You know, and I said, we believe in ourselves and we believe that we can win. You know, and, and, and belief, I remember uh, a, a local brewery there, Guinness, used to have the big signs, Guinness, and then it did turn it around and flip it to believe. You know, and I used to say, you know, if in doubt, look at the same and f- refocus, you know, the mind. You know, you got to believe that you're going to do it. So it doesn't matter what mistakes, and everybody makes mistakes in matches, and you just get on with it. And, and, and we did believe we could do it. We did fight to the end. And and even the subs to come on, certain men come on, Tony McIntyre come on that day, was out injured from the first round of the championship. And while he didn't do much, he was brilliant for those 10, 15 minutes. You know, every time a ball come to him, he toe-poked it, he palmed it. You know, simple things, but the ball went to an arm, arm man, you know, and, uh, you know, we simple things like that. So, uh, no, everybody did what they had to do, and it was just enough on that day. And uh, can you explain to me, the, the, the story behind this? I see Justin McNulty on Twitter today. About this time, 20 years ago, he posted this this morning, obviously, I woke up in a City West hotel room and under the door was a letter from a sporting hero and global icon. To say I was inspired is an understatement. I went down for my All-Ireland final breakfast, bouncing and brimming with confidence and determination. And the icon he's talking about was none other than Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I'm looking at the letter here on the wall. So we had sports psychologists in at the time, Des Campbell and Hugh, uh, Des Jennings and Hugh Campbell, and and some of the things they done, you know, were 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 absolutely brilliant. But this is something they did. They said they were going to have a surprise. They didn't tell the players, but they told me there was going to be a surprise on, on on the morning of the match. Now the morning of a match, you can wake up and you can feel, you know, over nervous. Pension takes over and it affects you on the day. So the boys come up with this idea that they were in touch with Muhammad Ali's camp and, and there was an individual letter for each player with their name on it, which uh, I got as well uh, and the management got it. So it was a feel-good factor taking the pressure off you for those two or three hours in the morning in the hotel that you were able to relax and look on something that was unbelievable from one of the the world's greatest sporting heroes. And what did, what did he say in the letter? What was the message he had for you and well, the players? Well, he just... He just told us to, uh, you know, to go out and enjoy it, and, and it's one of the greatest days of your, of the year. And uh, you know, the fact that it, and on the top of it is a, a little bee sting like a bee. So, you know, coming from Muhammad Ali, it, it, it certainly was something special. If you're just uh, tuning into the hard shoulder, Joe Kiernan is my guest, uh, who of course. Uh, led Armagh to All-Ireland victory this day, this exact day, 20 years ago. I mean, do you buy in, Joe, to the idea that there was this big cultural reset then on foot of the Armagh victory? That, it, that you know, it marks one of these kind of turning points in the game in terms of style of football and approach and strength and conditioning and sports psychology, some of the things you've already talked about. 
Yeah, uh, on the way we played, you know, we get a lot of unfair criticism about the way we played, about packed defences. We always played with three or four men up. You know, and you look at any video at any time, you know, uh, our good friend Pat in, 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 from Kerry used to say, well, <laughs> plus, uh, well, if you look to Kerry this year, <laughs> you can tell me about packed defences. But uh, <laughs> no, we, we never went into that. But the sports psychology, yeah, we looked at it. Going to La Manga, and, and, and training in the heat after a bad winter where we felt we lost a lot of uh, time uh, and, and we could gain some uh, improvement in our fitness, certainly. Things like that, strength and conditioning, definitely. You know, we looked at other sports uh, and then other sports started to look at the GEA the way we, you know, we do things now. But uh, where you thought you could gain something, I was always willing to listen. It, it like it was. I, I suppose people described it maybe as a professional approach to an amateur game. Is that that fair? Well, it, it sort of always was in some of our minds, because the players were so dedicated, and we just tried to make it easier for them to be better. And if that was going down a professional route in an amateur sport, you know, I I, I don't think there's a county in Ireland, uh, ladies or or, or gents or whatever. The athleticism of all players now, you know, defenders used used to stay in the defence and forwards used to stay in the forwards. But everybody is so fit and mobile and comfortable on the ball now that it, to me it's a it can be a more exciting game. And and, and you know, in in both codes, ladies and men, some of the football can be unbelievable. And we are coming out of I think the the, the pack defence systems mm. more as we move on, which well, is great. What what do you make just of? of- Sometimes the criticism is made that the game has gone too far in that regard. You know, it's too professional, too time-consuming. That too much of it is, is expected of of uh, of young lads and young ones. Yeah, I would agree to a certain extent. I think sometimes you can do too much, and and and, and the the enjoyment has gone out of it a little bit, and you can overdo it. You know what I mean? Uh, I would certainly agree on that. You know, it's known when I remember asking Mick O'Dwyer. Years and years ago, you know, what way do you want your team, Joe, or Mako? And he says to me, Joe, have them fresh, have them fresh. So that means leading up to these big games, instead of doing more, sometimes do less. And the boys are hungry for more instead of going home tired and feeling poor leading up to a big match. And I know what all the sports science now, you know, we used to dog the boys and they choose their toes in all sports to get them ready for the weekend. Now we're looking at the, each individual player and looking, you know, do, do we need to back off more to have them ready for the weekend? And having them ready for the weekend is the most important. So Mick Dwyer was no fool. He knew what <laughs> way to have them. And that's 30, 40 years ago. Uh, and and this is the reason we're speaking 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah, you did the job with Armagh. Is it strange that there is no All-Ireland uh, or senior All-Ireland football happening at the moment, you know, the split season? Oh, it is. It is. It does. I was actually talking, I was down at the golf course this morning uh, and I was talking to people and, you know, we should be preparing to go away for the weekend and looking forward to this weekend and it's not happening. You know, maybe it might take us a wee while to get used to it, but those of us that are old, older, uh, you know, you always had the third sun in September in your dairy, mm. no matter where you were in the world. Uh, yeah, I get. I, the, of course, the flip side then, club players. There, there's there. There's an abundance of club matches happening at the moment. I guess the drawback is there's you know for some people it's all about the intercounty, and 
if that's not happening yeah. and I see I see your friend again your friend Pat from Kerry suggesting it kind of leaves the door open for other sports to soak up the attention yeah well I I think you know now the funny thing is when when Armagh was doing well my club Crossmadlen was doing well so that tells you that you can run the two together if you look after your players and don't overdo it on either side mm. Whereas now everybody seems to be, you know, you need all this time for the county and then you need this time for the club. Our most successful part of our history in Ama and Crossman then was when we were playing, working together. Does that tell you something? Tells me something, Joe. I hope it tells you. We other... won three All-Irelands. We won three All-Irelands in three years and Ama won an All-Ireland and two or three Ulster Championships in the space of five or six years. Joe Kiernan, All-Ireland winning manager with Armagh on this day 20 years ago. Joe, an absolute pleasure and thank you so much for taking the time uh, for chatting to us. And thank you everybody for listening. That's about our lot for this evening. My thanks as well to the production team as always. Alex Russo, Roisin Davis, Cahal O'Sullivan on research. Producers Ronan Mullen and Ronan Coveney. Editor Mark Simpson on sound. Michael Quilligan and Peter Malloy. Off the ball as always, they're up next. I'll be back tomorrow from four. Have a good evening, folks. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.